Hey, what's up everyone? My name is Miles and this is Miles from Qualified. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to another edition of Miles from Qualified. Thanks for joining me once again. I was a little early to take a sip of that tea, wasn't it? But it's just so darn good. Yes, there will be more plugs of different things that we're doing uh, with the Aeroponic Alchemist LLC, but that's not what this is about. This is Miles from Qualified. This is about uh, this is about everything God, everything Jesus, everything in this world, everything in life, everything that's happening, everything that's going on in my life. This is a big one right now. I mean, it shouldn't be that big, uh, but it is kind of a big deal, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit. This whole episode is focused primarily on fear. I've seen fear popping up more often uh, recently, and I feel like every time that I see things coming um, multiple times that it's definitely something that God is telling me to to focus on and speak about maybe and share my thoughts and, and feelings and, and what I'm finding, what I'm seeing when it comes to those things. And fear has been popping up a lot recently, and I think over the past two years, you know, we've all dealt with the level of fear that's being pushed on us. And I think that's exactly what's happening. It is being pushed on us. It always has been. Because I've talked about this before, that fear is not of God. Fear is of the devil. Fear is of Satan. Fear is of the father of lies. It has not come from God. But we are inundated with fear all the time. And I'm just, you know, I just jumped right into it, didn't I? So, the reason that this came up is, again, I keep seeing it over and over again, but I mean, even just today. So in uh, my career, uh, I'm in sales as a group uh, with my with my sales team that, that we have. We're reading a book right now, and it's all about um, basically objections, right? Anytime you're in sales, you're always looking over objections and how to overcome those things. And um, it's an ever growing and always learning kind of a process. But the very first chapter that we touched on today was really about the fear of rejection, how that fear is really the number one fear in a salesperson's journey. That fear of rejection, not asking for the sale because you you get to the point where you are afraid to hear the word no. So that, again, was just something that was pressed on me as far as hearing and seeing the word fear again. But also, um, as I kind of continue to uh, kind of unravel this a little bit further, this took place. Everyone that is listening can't see what I'm pointing at, but I'm wearing a t-shirt right now that says, Hail to the Redskins. And boy, isn't there a lot of fear in cancel culture these days? Everyone's fear of, uh, I guess, being offensive. I don't know. The fear of the woke mob coming and tearing you down and being and being canceled because someone is offended by something. Now, this is a, a name that has lived on uh, for generations. The, the football team itself was established in 1932. I think they did start off as the Braves, but then quickly transitioned over to the Redskins soon after that in the 30s. Um, from my understanding, it was actually a... Uh, a name that was honoring a Native American tribal leader, uh, someone who was of Native American descent, 
helped name the team, but now it's offensive to the point where they've been forced to change their name. Even though the owner said that he would never change it, he succumbed to fear. There was that fear of cancellation, but I think there was more to it also because uh, he wanted to get a little bit more out of it by changing the name and being able to then uh, maybe build a new stadium. There was rumors that uh, he could only build a new stadium if he changed the name because people were offended by it. And I don't care what your stance is about the name. I think it's ridiculous to change it. Um, this is probably the last time you'll see me in a in a Redskins t-shirt or any gear at all. I've decided to uh, cut ties with the Commanders. What a terrible name that is, the Washington Commanders. If I start seeing stuff that says, Hail to the Commanders, man, that's just, uh, that's just sad. And there's really nothing holding me to this team. A lot of people get really fanatical about their teams. That's why they're called fans. And I am a fan, and I was pretty hardcore for many years. Um, but it's not something that I worship. It's not an idol to me. It's not something that I, that I have that that much of a tie to that I can't separate myself from it. And I'm going to because um, everything's changed about the, the team. Uh, the names changed. The organizations changed. The leadership, unfortunately, is still the same with Dan Snyder. Um, so that, I guess that hasn't really changed. But uh, the players, um, coaching staff, everything has changed. I don't have a tie to that team anymore. The only thing that really I had left were the memories of the Redskins and uh, some of those fond memories I had growing up. But I can make new memories and I can enjoy watching another team. And I'm okay with that because I don't really feel like I need to uh, associate myself with a team that needs to go through these changes simply because of fear, simply because they were told to change it because of uh, the pressure of the society today. And again, whatever your stance is on it, that's fine. If you find it offensive, that's fine, you know, but we should be able to um, live in a society that is not so full of fear about every single thing. But the problem with it is, is that the media will force feed you fear. It is a manipulation of fear it is constantly being pushed through the media, no matter where you go. And I've talked about this before, but just turn on the news for five minutes and you're going to see nothing but fear-laced propaganda. That's all that it is. There's hardly anything good or inspirational on the news. It is all there to make you think that we are spiraling out of control. And in a sense, we kind of are. And we need to be aware of that. But where fear came in for me also was the fear of doing just this, speaking out, speaking my mind, doing this podcast, sitting in front of this camera with this light in my face and this microphone in my mouth and tea in my hand. There was a fear of doing such things. There was a fear of speaking about God, unfortunately. Because I think that fear of rejection, that fear of what are other people going to think is a very real thing for most people. Me too. I, for a long time, one of my biggest fears was speaking in front of a large crowd. Now, this isn't really a large crowd. I know a lot of people are maybe going to watch this, but it's just myself talking to myself at this point. 
but I've gotten a lot better at public speaking. And the only way that I was able to do that was by forcing myself to do it. I had to do it. I was actually put in a position where I really didn't have a choice. I was asked to be the best man at my best friend's wedding, and I had to give a best man speech in front of a large group of people on a stage with lights shining in my face. And I crushed it. Did I think I was going to crush it? No. Was I sweating profusely? Yes. Was my face red? Absolutely. Um, but I crushed it. And ever since then, I've been getting a little bit better to conquer that fear, to get over that anxiety. But a lot of things that I want to talk about are fears that we have that are being forced on us. And again, fear is not of God. Fear is of the devil. He uses fear in order to manipulate us, control us, tell us that God doesn't love us, um, dictate our lives in certain ways, put us into positions where we are feeding on that fear so much or we're succumbing to, the, to that fear so much that we're making choices and decisions and, and doing things in our lives that are just not good. And it all stems from fear and being lied to. You know, they, um, I also was thinking about this earlier today when you talked about people who have the fear of God put into them. Um, or they are um, a man who fears God. You know, if you if you uh, if you love God and you um, worship God and you are um, someone who is known to be fearful of God, I think a lot of people take that out of the wrong way. It's a little out of context. They think the fear of God is the fear of wrath. It's the fear of God's punishment. It's the fear of an angry God. Not the case. It is the fear of God is respect. It is being fearful of the way that you live because you do not want to disappoint. It is also um, a level of, uh, well, like I said, respect. But if you have the fear of God, it's, it's I, like I just said, I feel like it's the fear of disappointment. You don't want to disappoint him. You want to live your life a specific way and fearing the, the consequences if you don't. And I talked about this before. It's not God being angry and throwing you into the pit of hell. We're going there anyway. God is pulling us out of that pit, wanting to save us. But there is a respect that is demanded and should be of God. And that is being fearful of God. It is not a, uh, a, a wrath that you're fearing. And again, I think that is a lie that Satan has told over time where people have this indication that maybe God is an angry God and you should fear him. No, it's a respect. It's a worship. It's a love for him. Just like we love our parents. Many of us, some unfortunately maybe do, but many of us, we don't fear our parents, but we definitely fear of disappointing our parents. We want to live up to an expectation where we, that they have for us, but through respect of them, it's the same thing at a different level, at a higher level. Um, the first indication of the devil um, placing fear uh, or really just being, uh, just lying um, all together and twisting and manipulating what is being said in a way to um, have us uh, shift away from God was in the garden, right? He told Eve, surely you will not die by eating this apple. God said that should you eat of this apple, you will die. The devil says, no, surely you will not die. Now there was a spiritual death there. You were separated from God. But there was a manipulation, a twisting of those words. And now there's such a level of fear in there because of sin, because of what came onto this world, because of what happened. Now fear has entered in and it is in our lives all the time. It's in our mind, it's in our hearts, 
It is in our spirit. It is like everywhere that you look, there is fear if you don't control it and allow God to take that over and understand it's not coming from him. It's coming from the enemy. I looked up the most common... I mean, you could go through and look at the most common things that people fear. It's always the same few things. Public speaking, number one. Death, number two. Seinfeld does a really good uh, <laughs> joke about about that, that uh, the you know, public speaking is the number one fear. Death is the number two fear. Death is behind public speaking, so really you'd rather be in the coffin than giving the eulogy. Uh, that's an old Seinfeld joke. But no, I went into... Because I think that the fear is really preying on our children these days. So I went in and I did a quick DuckDuckGo search. Not Google. I used DuckDuckGo. And I searched the top 10 things that children or teens fear in 2022. I don't think you'll be too surprised to find out what those are. Or maybe you will. Or maybe you'll just be angry about it. Number one, still peer pressure and not fitting in. I think that is uh, that has been the same way forever. You always kind of fear like you're not fitting in. You're feeling, you know, that peer pressure and that fear of, am I going to, uh, who am I going to fit in with? Who am I? There's an identity thing there. That's been there for forever. Fear of failure. That hit that hit the top ten as well. But then you go to number four, the fear of climate change. Now, where is this coming from? It's not, and that's not a natural fear that we have had. But to have the number four be the fear of climate change because of what is being forced on our children, I think is just amazing. Again, children. These aren't even, we're not even looking, this is a picture of a child. Not a teen, a child. Fear of money and poverty. Again, where are these fears coming from where we're forcing it on our children? Uh, future and growing up is number six. This includes, it says, the above-mentioned fears of COVID and living with COVID. We're in a place right now where our children are... are the top ten things that they fear right now are uh, consist of climate change, being in poverty, and... Um, COVID concerns. Bullying and cyberbullying, I think that that is, bullying number one has been around forever, unfortunately. Uh, cyberbullying is getting worse, and we know that, but especially now that kids are spending much more time in front of the computer, or they're at home, or they're in front of their, uh, they're doing their school online, they do everything online. Really got to watch what's going on with children online. Uh, we try to do a really good job with that. We'd probably be better at it, but of course, Brennan has his own YouTube channel now. Go check that out. There's one of my sh shameless plugs, and I like how I was able to just roll that in, into there. Um, he has his own gaming YouTube channel, so he's online quite a bit playing games, but we always have to monitor who he's playing with, number one, and then what he's able to see and interact with online, number two. And I think we do a pretty good job of that, but there's always that level of the unknown, right? And and making sure that you're doing your part to research things that kids are getting into online. Cyberbullying and other things that happen online are just terrible. Lost identity, okay. Safety, um, embarrassment, and COVID concerns. I mean, that's just not even like the future. There is a literal COVID concerns in there. 
a lot of these things are really being pushed on our kids through media, through social media, through school. The devil has his hand in everything. And we have to do our part to help to remove that from um, the, our lives, but our children's lives as well. I think we're in a time right now where we really have to be like diligent with what we are doing, with what we're saying, with what we're allowing to come into our minds and our hearts every single day. It's not easy. Uh, we enjoy watching certain things on TV, but we're very, I'm like hypersensitive to what we're going to take in. Um, as a family, when we're watching television, my wife uh, sometimes gets a little frustrated with me because I go a little overboard. Like I'm like looking things online and I really want to see what's happening before we even watch something. Nine times out of ten, she really appreciates it, but sometimes it's like, well, what are we going to watch? There's nothing to watch because everything is just filth. It's just it's just bad. Uh, and, you know, we'll watch whatever, but you really have to be careful, especially with children in the room, of what you're allowing to come in because a lot of it has that element of fear um, or uh, elements of other things that are just not good, that are more prevalent now than have ever been. So... Be mindful of those things. But I also pulled together, you know, just kind of thinking, you know, what does the Bible say about fear and Satan causing fear? It says a lot. And I pulled a few pieces of scripture out, just a few, um, put them down here, and just going to read through a few of them that I, that I uh, highlighted that I want to share because it says a lot about fear, Satan and his like creation of fear and what he uses it and how he uses it. And then God and how you should not fear when you when Jesus is with you, when God is on your side. There is no reason to fear. How many times did Jesus say fear not? That was always one of those things that that was like the initial uh, words that he spoke because he knew that fear was so prevalent when he's walking toward the boat he's on the water fear not it's me and there's other times that that happens so you know you look at something like uh, second timothy 1 7 for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control he gave us the spirit of power love self-control he did not give us the spirit of fear that's something that has come in that the devil is forcing on us right now so uh first peter 5 8 be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking everyone, or no, sorry, seeking someone to devour, but really seeking everyone uh, to devour. Be mindful of what's out there. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, 7. Put on the full armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 11. Uh, Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteousness, uh, which my, with my righteous right hand. There is so many things that go, God will save you from this fear. He'll remove it from you. He did not give you a spirit of fear. And the devil is constantly trying to push fear on you. Fear is not of God. There's a few others here I have as well. Um, I love this one. So, um, 2 Corinthians 2.11. So that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for our 
for we are not ignorant of his designs. Take note of some of these. Go look for some yourself. Anytime that you have fear in your life, you're fearful for what's going to happen next. If you're unsure of something, if you're going through anxiety, if there's depression setting in, look to God. Because none of those things are of his creation. All of that is outside influences and the devil twisting and perverting what's happening in your life in a way to make you think and be fearful. Nothing good should be fearful. Nothing that we do uh, for the good should also come with fear. Now there's some of those natural fears. Fear of heights, yeah, because it can be deadly. Uh, fear of spiders, okay, sure, they're little, but they are creepy, and um, I don't like them. I try to act tough, you know, like when my wife sees a spider because she hates them. Sometimes, depending on the size, deep down, I'm a little scared too. I'll still get the the shoe, and I'll you know, sit back. I'll, I'll still get it, but I don't. I don't know what it is. It's crazy. What? They're so they're so tiny, but they're freaking creepy. Um, but you know those different fears. Um, I think those are a little bit more more natural because some of them are life and death situations. That's that's that fight or flight kind of thing. But the stuff that comes in to your heart and your mind that's almost irrational. And I look here's one for you: the irrational fear of seeing someone without a mask on. I'm sorry, and I know that there may be people on here that are still continuing to wear their masks. I never believed in them. YouTube may shut this video down just for saying that. But there was a company. I don't know exactly who it is. Just recently that was uh, forcing all of their employees to wear masks while on a Zoom call. So they're alone on a Zoom because there was an employee, someone who had a fear of seeing people without a mask on. Where did that irrational fear come from? Most likely the media, definitely the devil, not God. And there's so many of these irrational fears right now, and they are astonishing, but they shouldn't be surprising, I guess. Because at the end of the day, we know that we are in a battle right now, a spiritual battle. Fear of, fear of a, a naked face. I don't, fear of a smile, I guess. I don't, I don't know. That's it, just... That one's beyond me. Man, this Aeroponic Alchemist tea. I should say Aeroponic Alchemist LLC. I gotta remember to include that. It is an LLC. So good. Guess what? The website for Aeroponic Alchemist LLC. Almost done. It's just the final tweets being done and then it goes live. Super excited about that. And Tara and her business are going to be featured in a local magazine. Natural Awakenings, I think. If I got that wrong, she's going to kill me. But I think that's what it's called. But it's a local, um, all-natural publication that's done monthly. Guess what? In March, she's going to be in it. It's pretty awesome. So, I'll finish this out by another poem. I wrote another one. Um, this one, actually, I wrote first, before the last one that I shared. But it is all about fear. In fact, it is called Fear Has Lost Its Grip. And I wrote this primarily for myself, um, for what I'm doing here. 
Because, again, I wanted to get rid of the fear of the unknown, the fear of being judged, the fear of uh, rejection, whatever it was, in doing what I'm doing here. But I think this speaks plainly about fear for everybody. So it goes like this. I can feel him speaking, pressing directly on my heart, saying it's time to go in full, no longer a la carte. Fear has lost its grip, now I'm ready to do my part. No place for hesitation, apprehension will now depart. Trusting in his guidance, his timing, his place, relying not on my mind, leaning only on his grace. Fear has lost its grip, doubt has lost its space. It's time to fight the good fight, it's time to run the good race. Stand up, mighty Christian, it's time to go to war. You're called to be a soldier, pick up your shield and sword. Fear has lost its grip, faith has filled my core, nothing can stop the lion, all will hear his roar. So... I wrote that because this irrational sense of fear just should not be there. And when you lean on God and you lean on his understanding and you don't uh, just rely on your own mind, but you rely on his grace, fear just gets wiped away. So anytime that you're fearful, especially right now during this crazy world we're living in, where everything is being forced on you to be feared of, or you're f being fearful of being canceled, so you make all these crazy changes that cost you fans that have dedicated years and money, time and disappointment, because they're never good. They haven't been good since I was 11. <laughs> but either way, I'm moving on. Um, keep that in your heart. I'm going to put that, that poem right there in the description of everything so you can read it, along with some of the um, verses that I, that I threw out there so that you can kind of be reminded of the love of God and that you have a safe haven in him. He's going to be there to protect you and to guide you away from that fear if you allow him. It's your choice at the end of the day. There's a lot of fear out there, but we know where to turn, right? All right, guys. Thank you so much. I love you. Till next time, God bless.